Welcome to yet another episode of Shortcast Over Coffee. My guest today is Ashwati Tirunal Ramavarma. Varma ji, as his students love to call him, has gained worldwide recognition for his mastery of classical singing and veena skills. He has given performances at many prestigious events around the world. The clarity of his tones and precise articulation of lyrics are striking features of his singing. Additionally, he is renowned for narrating intriguing backstories, anecdotes and elucidating verses of ragas and compositions during his shows. Without further ado, let's get into the conversation. Welcome Varma ji to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um so where are you based now? Right now I'm in uh, Bangalore where I have been most of the time from 2012 from the time the pandemic came. So uh till then I was not not in any place <laughs> fixed. <laughs> so after the pandemic started I've been mostly in Bangalore. Okay. Um yeah we, i mean everybody knows that you are part of the royal family of travancore uh, and you know one of the thing one of the things that amazes me is i don't know of any other family royal family that is associated so deeply with music um where you know the 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 prince or the king himself was a poet and um and and contributed immensely to to classical music So I want to start this podcast with uh, Swati Tirunal himself. Um what are some of the things that you've heard uh, of Swati Tirunal that we don't know. Uh you know we have read books uh, but directly coming from the family uh, what has been some of his I mean we know his contributions but what has been uh, some of his maybe idiosyncrasies or little known facts about Swati Tirunal. No, that see we forget that uh he lived 250 years before me <laughs> so it's not like my grandfather or uncle or someone i know so and 250 years is not that long a time if there is a continuous tradition of people who were into the subject but unfortunately after swatrnal's time there was a dark period when people were not interested in music which is why his compositions also got scattered and nothing was really systematically organized or preserved then uh, amma maharani came in the 20th century by 1920s setu parvati bai who was the mother of chitratrinal the last maharaja she was completely dedicated to music i mean she had food and music there are some sub- subjects she was totally passionate about so she was the one who invited mutaya bhagavatar uh, and much later samangudi then mushiri my guru ks narana swami there are many people who assisted in the swatrinal project of collecting notations and whatever and tuning set to tune uh, where only lyrics were available and, but amma maharani was born sometime late 19th century and she passed away in 1987 so 80 283 only i was studying uh, not 87 sorry she was 87 years old but she died in 1983 so 82 only i started with my guru vachur harir subramanian sir so i was only 12 13 years old so my great grandmother was very affectionate with me but the equation was like a great grandmother is affectionate to a very small child so we never discussed music or anything and others were not interested so uh, because of that so much this one lady would have been a very good source to get something at least but i lost out on that so mostly i got from my guru ks narana swami sir and people about legends he knew by ks narana swami sir veena he worked in annamalai uh, university with md ramanathan's guru tiger varadacharya and mushiri subramanian's guru sabheshayya and ponneya pille so th- these are so about them he would tell me stories so like that we can hear stories directly but maharaja swatrnal because he did not have a shishya parampara and because he was 250 years before our time so much is lost there are some records i presume but which nobody has bothered to look into now one this is not about swatrnal but one very 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 happy thing which happened is that ailyam trinal maharaja so uh, chitratrinal was the last maharaja before that there was regent uh, setu lakshmi bai for few years she waited till he became 16 years old before that sri moolam trinal and before that was ailyam trinal so i and uh, no, visakham trinal before visakham was ailyam trinal so ailyam trinal among many many things he did the most famous thing is that he spotted raja ravi verma when he was a child 
and he said, oh, this boy has something special. So he used to paint with uh, homemade colors, which he used to make from leaves and flowers and stuff like that. So oil painting, Ayilantrinal uh, Maharaja introduced Raja Ravarma too, and the rest is, of course, history. But one lesser known thing about Ayilantrinal is that he was an accomplished uh, Carnatic musician himself. He used to sing himself. And uh, there was a gentleman who worked in Annamalai University, uh, probably with my Guru K.S. Swami, but, but I discovered him very recently. His name is Gomati Shankarayar. You can Google him and see. So this Gomati Shankarayar, from, he worked with the Tiger Sabes here, same, same story. He has written several books uh, in Tamil and in English. And recently, his uh, son contacted me. That gentleman is a senior citizen in his 80s. So he said most of his father's books are out of print. So one book he is bringing out again. And I don't know from where he found me, maybe like you from YouTube or something. So he wanted me to write an introduction uh, to the book. So I said, it'll be if it is in English, then more people can appreciate it. Uh, it'll go outside Tamil Nadu also. But one entire segment of this book is a live account of what was happening in Ailim Trinal Maharaja's court, where this musician sang Purna Chandrika for 45 minutes. Then Ailantrinal Maharaja himself, he made a Pallavi. He sang Trikalam. This man played like this. So like a diary entry in Ailantrinal Maharaja's court with Maharaja himself singing, who all sang what, that elaborate description of that scene is there in this book, which I had the privilege to write a forward to and it is going to come out, I don't know, maybe very soon. But it will be in Tamil. So I have requested, please uh, translate it in English also. So like that, but Ayilindrinal, after that Visakhandrinal, we don't know uh, what his situation is. I've heard that he has presented a paper on Hindustani music and Carnatic music in Pune, some big festival and all that. Visakhandrinal. Chitrindrinal, definitely my, I knew him very, very well. He was not, uh, he or his sister, brother, Uttaradindrinal, Kartikatrindrinal, they were not much into music though they were all children of Amma Maharani. So that is probably because she had a very dominant, uh, forceful personality. So I love chocolate, but somebody pushes chocolate in my mouth, then I won't like it. No. So she kind of shoved it down the throats of her children and grandchildren also uh, with the obvious response from them. <laughs> but <laughs> so I also wish, see, preservation, if you look at uh, Johann Sebastian Bach or Beethoven or Mozart, their letters are still there. The original letters are there. They're brought out in the form of books. We can read them. But uh, about these people, we, we not only Sahitya some stories come down, but there is no authentic record. No. Yeah, so, this is one 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 of the things that comes up in uh, comes up every time when I talk to someone in the field of music. Uh, yeah. I did an episode with uh, Krish Ashok, uh, uh, who is who's a musician and also like a, I mean, I can just call him a food scientist, I guess, at this point. Uh, but what what he said was, um, you know the difference between Western music and Carnatic music is that there is no proper documentation. Um, exactly. uh, there, there is documentation for Vedas, I think, but uh, for some reason, there is no documentation for Carnatic music. And it still remains quite a miracle how, you know, so much information was, uh, has transcended generations. Absolutely. Uh, transcended generations with, uh, I'm sure some ha have been lost in translation and there have been, uh, errors in um, uh, lyrics that have come through generations mm -hmm. but but it still somehow remains a miracle um and uh, and 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 what i would like to know is um you know there is so much spoken about swati tirunal uh, but there is not much spoken about uh, you know some of the prominent names uh, from those times like an iraiman dambi or uh, a shatkal govindamarar uh do you have uh, do you have any recounts of stories that you might have heard through your no, uh, no. through your gurus? No, 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 not really, because they were all from the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I, would, I would have more stories about Tiger Vardhacharya because <laughs> my guru actually worked with him. Okay, uh, okay. So because these people were also from two fifty years ago, right? So um, it is very sad. Even see, even contemporary people, you look at GN Balasubrani, everyone knows GNB. He died in 1968. Chamangudi was there almost until the millennium. And GNB had like 10 or 12 children. Chamangudi had eight or nine children. My guru, Balamurli Krishna, he passed away in 2016. 
and he had six children three male and three female but how much the descendants are doing uh, to preserve their legacy uh, only they know no yeah so that, that is a very sad my situation i, I don't bracket myself with a tiger or gnb or swathinal any but something i am doing of some value which made me send you an email and chat to me now no so yeah. uh, some value but uh, tomorrow if i die uh, now it is what september in november you go to my house you will not find one sign that a person like this even existed that is the situation so i am not surprised why with other people also same situation because this is i'm talking about present only so so many musicians my veena ukesh narana swami for example he had this amazing collection of beautiful instruments made by ramji so there are these like stradivarius in violin making in veena making there are these legendary names so ramji made veena so what happened to those instruments who is playing them whether they are used for termites or firewood we have no <laughs> idea so it's very 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 sad yeah yeah interesting you think uh, you bring up veena uh, and 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 the violin uh, you know i i learned carnatic music for a, for a while uh, and you know one of the difficulties that i noted and it could be really personal is that the the concept of notation or or the or the understanding of notations in in my head uh, is is quite different from uh, how the concept is with an instrumentalist um you know if if i learned the veena or the violin and someone sang a song i could probably get the notations you know very fast but with singing uh, or it could be something to do with my training or me as a person i mostly focus on the bhava of the raga or and how it feels and i somehow tend to reproduce uh, what what sounds good in my head uh, so my question to you is uh, if someone is a student of music is it important for them or is it better if they learnt an instrument on the side oh 100% because i know because i only learnt vocal music to start with so after learning vocal music for 5 years or something so i was singing at a certain level if i sang shankarabharna people would say it was shankarabharna so they wouldn't say it is kalyani and i could identify swarams also but when i started learning veena it is like somebody who had a cataract operation so some dull film was covering the eyes and that is suddenly removed and oh my god now so a simple thing like shankarabharna sapasa so we sing danisa in shankara danisa this is the nisa we sing but actually the notes are the nisa are the notes so what is happening when we say the so the starting point is pa the so pa sa da da sa ni sa ni sa so pa sa da da sa ni sa da ni sa but without thing i'm not sitting and i slowed it down just to illustrate a point but i'm not sitting and analyzing when you hear that you see uh, that also so which is why many times when i teach music i tend to use my hands and then the student even if they don't know an instrument seeing the patterns i make with my hand it becomes more vivid uh, imprinted in their mind so 100% uh, knowing an instrument if you know even keyboard the uh, pure notes will uh, be in their place in your mind but for carnatic music specifically since we have such particular gamakams which are peculiar to carnatic music which we don't have in any other system not even in hindustani music so that kind of suppose we sing suppose we sing anand bhari sagarigama so sagarigama so sagariga so gari so he what is sappamamagamari so gari gari so when i do that automatically my hand will go like the because i am playing veena in my head so that fine small 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 or pantuvali pamagamagareza ma pasupapadama ma padamagareza nevarali so that ma is very 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 little different from pantuvali ma that most people may not even be able to hear even after we tell them that there's a slight difference because it's closer to the pa just hanging off from the pa the varali ma so that uh, becomes very very easy if you know particularly veena above any other instrument because veena has frets and so you have the 
frets with sudhaswaram and the pulling for the gamakams while violin i love violin actually my heart is in violin only because i didn't have a violin potential violin guru in tiruvanantapuram at that time and i had a very good veena player visiting my house veena vekatraman sir who was teaching my father so because of his personality i started learning veena but i even now when somebody is playing violin with me for my concert i'm into what he's playing because i love that instrument a western violin also uh, but western violin once you reach a certain level then of course you are good in nadusaram or veena or violin or any instrument but at a basic level as a subsidiary thing for singing carnatic music definitely there's nothing like the veena yeah yeah i was talking to uh, one of the upcoming violinists uh, kamala kiran vinjamuri he's ah, he's yeah. based out of the us uh, and um, uh, you know i was asking him how you know how difficult it is to to start liking what you play in the violin uh, like the learning curve is just so steep um, yeah. that you know maybe starting off with something like a veena which has frets is mm-hmm. is maybe a, a good starting point than uh, jumping on to something like a violin uh, but yeah i mean <laughs> to your point violin is the most amazing instrument and it's fascinating how a western instrument just gelled yes, so sir. beautifully well into carnatic music and you know uh, and in, in that swathrinal had a very very big hand because it was dikshitir's brother bal mutuswami dikshitir balu swami dikshitir who first on record played a violin western violin in carnatic music and from him the, the member of the tanjavur quartet vadivelu he learnt violin and when tanjavur quartet came to maharaja swathrinal's court swathrinal was fascinated by this instrument and he encouraged the violin so much so he had a very big hand I mean, now we say oh, fusion is not pure or whatever but is the if the flag that violin is playing carnatic itself is already a blend of uh, yeah this is a little known uh, fact about swathi tirunal i i am oh, yeah. yeah. glad you brought this up yeah uh, yeah He's... i mean swathi tirunal is quite amazing you know i mean he had uh, expertise in so many different languages the, the fact that he composed in so many different languages is is just a miracle that too at such a young age um yeah to um to to the point of um, you know uh, you talking about the the nuances of notes uh, that that instrumentalists catch uh, way better than a sing- singer and and you were talking about your personal experience as well i think that's probably one of the reasons why uh, people who have an expertise in one instrument become better composers or at least you know with the with the, the kind of composers that you see they are probably good with the the keyboard or with with something because they understand that so much better than than a singer i don't I, maybe um karthik the singer is a composer um i don't know if he's good with any instrument but uh, other than that i don't really remember any other person who has uh, become a composer while being a proper singer Yeah. you know you mentioned kamala kiran for so that's why i'm i'm mentioning his name suppose kamala kiran is accompanying 10 singers for 10 different concerts and six of them don't know an instrument and four of them do know a violin or veena within 2 minutes he would be able to identify oh this guy knows an instrument or this guy doesn't know an instrument it is that obvious for a person who knows an instrument that the other person is singing well but you know that 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 particular grip which comes only from knowing an instrument that is not there and when they sing swarams and all that sometimes they'll be saying something and sing, singing something else <laughs> that also happens yeah that that is uh, that is really you know it, it confuses me as well like uh, like am i singing a pa or a ma and am i calling it uh, something <laughs> different yeah yeah it's it's quite amazing um i, I want to i want to take you back to your days with um, with with dr m balamurli krishna first of all how did you how did you start being his disciple uh, what was the what was the initial process like yeah that is uh, very interesting because i come from uh, you know which family and their sun and the moon were ms subalakshmi and chamangudi uh, or chamangudi and ms subalakshmi nobody else so uh, kvn was the next uh, number 3 but uh, i was addicted to md ramanathan from the time i was a child and amma maharani liked md ramanathan a lot okay but to amma that Mah- point i want to interrupt you for a bit yeah, no, yeah. you know md ramanathan you know that man fascinates me uh, because mm-hmm. you know when you listen to him for the first time it's not the most you know it's not a voice that you will associate with a with a singer right i mean it's mm-hmm. it's but his expertise and one thing that that has struck is that 
his fans are so loyal like my mm-hmm. dad is a huge uh, md ramanathan fan and the fan base that he has is beyond anybody else and and the fans are super loyal uh, mm-hmm. so i just wanted to bring that uh, as well but yeah continue including me <laughs> including you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so that itself they used to there were people who used to laugh at me and make fun of me because i was only 6 years old 7 years old so whose music do you like i like md ram md ram so they i didn't have an answer to say why i liked him at age 6 or even 12 or 15 i said this is what i like that's all so i had to face a lot of ridicule from certain people who found his music not attractive but i feel very happy that though i was never this aggressive type of person i was very mild and almost feminine as a kid so at that time also in my own quiet way i would still stick up and say i like md ramadan I mean, even if you laugh at me that's so that was one background then balamurli because he was uh, not welcome at all in my circles i had not even heard of his name at that time so it's not like i heard him and didn't like him i didn't even here so my exposure was almost 100% restricted to the people who would come to navaratri mandapam regularly so from alathur srinivasayar to chamangudi to kvn to md ramnathan to dk jaraman cheshogopalan maharadura santana then mk kalyan sabhagadar neyathing ravasideven then mk kalyan sabhagadar i have not heard he had passed away by then so these set of people again and again i was a pudukod krishnamurthy there are uh, some people like pudukod i love a lot but many others like ms gopalakrishnan was my favorite violin i had never heard of him at that time so because he had not come to navaratri mandapam during my time he had come before that but later when i heard ms gopalakrishnan i was like what is this i mean this man what he is doing with this instrument is something which i could not even imagine so that style many people follow but ms ji just once ah if he holds it's like honey falling so like that balamurli krishna chembai vedanatha bhagavatar madhuramani ayyar i had never heard these people at all because of their uh, being out of that circle so then uh, balamurli sir had come to surya festival and i heard him and it was a very jiljil kind of concert and it was not like anything i had heard till until then so i must have been in my mid teens or something and i could not get it out of my head it's like what is this? he sang shobhilu saptasara and sang manodharma sura chaptasura so uh, next day next day next day next day this sapta swara that was just going and i had never heard that song before so i kept uh, telling vachur sir sir uh, there is one song uh, it, it is like sagamapanisa sanipamagarisa but sapta swara ah shobhilu saptasura oh shobhilu saptasura then i started going through my collection of tapes and i found gnb singing shobhilu saptasura so in gnb tempo gnb style which was uh, how normally all of us sing <laughs> while balamuri said he didn't change the patam or anything but one kind of refinement with the sahityam and polish and whatever so it was then i uh, heard his music here and there little by little some tilanas uh, so i was stunned by his tilanas like completely blown away not only by the singing but by the compositions which remains my story even now uh, 20 30 years later so i was like it is not like any tilana i had heard before i had heard dhanasri tilana by swadhirnal which is set up by lalgudi jaraman actually completely yeah, yeah. so this was like very easy in one way but so bright and attractive and just stunning so i would listen to his tilana cd many many times then i learned one tilana by myself now his bihag tilana which starts after one beat so that is little difficult uh, i couldn't even figure out for longest time that it started after one beat so anupallavi is on samam so i sing anupallavi is all correct then pallavi varsi one something goes wrong so i couldn't understand how it's going off just a little, little bit so the once i figured out that it started after one beat then uh, that, that was cleared up but i learned that by myself it went on like that i would i heard uh, purandradasa compositions again purandradasa means kvn singing jagadotharana is very nice somebody govindarao singing venkatachala uh, nilayam is very nice that was my exposure to purandradasa finish so when balamurli sir sang krishnayana bharade or uh, hodinagari melekaya there so many purandradasa it was like oh my god something is there in this and same with annamacharya same with bhadrasal ramadas so slowly slowly i started hearing these little little Uh, bits of him and getting fascinated by some of it not all of it 
because it was very hard to get used to something so different from anything I had heard before. Even M.D. Ramanathan is different in his own way. Mushiri is different also. That way, Madhuri Muni, Chambai, each one is different. But this was like different, more different than different, you know, from all these people. <laughs> <laughs> so, after Vichur sir passed away, I went to Madras because I felt uh, I needed a change than just be in Trivandrum in that setup. So, I wanted to live a life independently and try and make something of myself, not using the family platform. So I went to Madras and I had two or three very bad experiences with potential gurus. So I was waiting for the the man to come. Then I thought, oh, while I'm waiting for my guru to come, let me just try Balamurli sir and try and learn a Tillana from him directly. It will be thrilling to learn a composition directly from the composer. There is a big, big uh, thrill for me. Like that, I I met him for his concert. He had given a concert and I said, I'd like to meet you. Said, Why? I'd like to talk to you. You can talk to me now. I said, no, I'd like to talk to you five minutes. Alone. I want to pause you for a second. And <laughs> yeah. I, I know that you mimic Dr. M. Balavali Krishna really, really well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've done it to him, his face, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he said, you can talk to me now. So I said, no, I said, I, I want to meet you. <laughs> so some just five minutes in tomorrow morning, 9.30. Okay, okay. So I went to his, I found his house by 7.30 actually. I didn't want to be late and I'm given only five minutes. As you would have seen at 8.30 today, I'm kind of punctual usually. <laughs> so um, I found his house and just sat on the wall of another house till 9.30, sharp 9.30 I walked in. Then I said, um, so what is it? So I said, uh, he had never sung in Navratri Mandapa. Same with Chembai had never sung in Navratri. Madhuri Muni had never sung in Navratri. So they had passed away. There's nothing I could do. But at least this man, once I wanted him to sing. So I said, no, we have this festival in Navaya. I know everything about that. Um, they called everybody else. No, only me. They never called. But it's all right. I, I, I did not care. <laughs> so I said, that's okay. But I can't answer for what happened in 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s. Now it's 90s and I, I have something to do with that festival and I'd like to change uh, the situation. Then he banged on the, he was sitting in that easy chair with a with a hand rest. They banged on that and he said, I sing only for money. He said, so I said, okay. And at that time, 1994, 1995, my rate is one lakh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I was stunned because... Now people can't even, except older people, people can't even imagine 1994 what value 1 lakh was. To put it in some perspective, I used to uh, spend 100 rupees and get 12 liters of petrol. So now 1 liter of petrol you can't get for 100 rupees. So that, that is the inflation rate. So at that time 1 lakh, I was like, I, I had no way of giving him that, but at least I know this is what these are his conditions and whatever. Then I said, second thing is that uh, I'd like to learn uh, from you. Learn, learn from me, why? All your people are there, no? I said, yeah, all my people are there, but I want to learn your composition. My composition, what composition? I said, Simha Rupa Deva. There's one uh, Kamboji song on Narasimha. Very, very nice. So then he was like a little surprised uh, that I said that song because he did not sing that very often. So then uh, I said, I don't want to waste your time. So uh, I'll sing just two lines. If you like what you hear, and choose to take me, that'll be nice. But otherwise, I won't disturb you again. And when you have program, you can tell me. I said, no, program means you have to come there and program is boring means one whole evening will go. This way, you'll finish it up now, right now. Normally, people ask me to sing also. I feel very shy. I don't sing. But this is like, I really want it. So I sang his Behag Tilana. So then he was really, sorry, he never expected that, especially that Tilana. So uh, by, when I reached Anupallavi, a telephone call came. So in his house, telephone call would come every three minutes, four minutes. So he answered the phone and everything. So, then I, hmm, so I said, no, no, it's so, okay. No, 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 you, you complete the song. So then I realized, oh, okay, so he wants to hear the rest of it. Not like, okay, <laughs> now that I stopped, let's just leave. So I completed the full song. Then he just jumped from his chair and came and gave me a hug. Then he said, you're singing very nicely. How, how you learn it? I said, I'll, I'll learn from recording. If there's any mistake, please forgive me. No, 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 no mistake. Is very, who's your guru? So I felt so proud that hearing me sing with so much antipathy towards my family because we had never called him. I sang and immediately he came and gave me a hug and asked, who's your guru? 
So I was like, he was a very superior, he was a Samangadi student and whatever, I, he just passed away in November. So he said, you have his blessings. We are very, very lucky. So like that, he was very loyal to his guru also, Balamata said. So he appreciated people who really liked their guru and not just politically associating with somebody, you know, call them their guru or whatever. So like that, but I didn't do namaskaram. I didn't give him uh, dakshina. Just like that, I learned one tillana and two tillana. Then he brought out his book called Surya Kanti, which is out of print now, which had all his tillanas, uh, all his varnams and around 100 other compositions. So, and he gifted me that I thought, but no, he sold me the book. <laughs> so he said, uh, this is 500 rupees. <laughs> so I said, oh, okay. So the, uh, then I paid and bought that, but it is at that time 500 rupees. Later, the second edition became much more expensive and whatever. So uh, then he said, you look now. So in, in his presence, I browsed through the pages. So uh, uh, it had lyrics in Telugu in his handwriting and it had lyrics and notation in Sanskritam, in English and Tamil. So three languages, lyrics and notation and Telugu only lyrics. And with the awards he got, I suppose it's a song on Krishna, there's a Tanjore painting of Krishna like that. So then I look at the whole thing and then he says, have you ever seen during a composer's lifetime, book like this, four languages, beautiful pictures. So it is not a book. It is a monument. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I was stunned because I've seen so many people who are so arrogant. They'll say, oh, it's all God's blessing. I don't know anything. This fake modesty. But here was a man who is really, he's amazing and he has no illusions about his ability. So he said, it's not a book. It's a monument. I said, oh, okay. Then I would just look at these page by page compositions and I've not heard this. I've not heard this. So I would say, Sir, what is this song in Mekharanjini? Hey, you, you can learn. Like that. So I have not even heard Mekharanjini at that time. So, Mzarigama, Ni, Sani, Maga. So only two notes missing, but Matuni, big gap is it. So then he'll, Akhila Deva, Nutapade, Paradevate, Palaya, Shumam, Parameshwari. Just like he would sing, like I am singing now, no cutting, no slowing down, nothing. He'll just sing the song. I repeat, if I get it, I get it. If I don't get it also, he'll go to the next line. <laughs> That's all. The whole process will take around three to seven minutes. He'll sing once, I sing once. Then I had a Walkman with me, so I'll record him singing that. Then I used to ask for the meaning. So that, that thrilled him. He said, you know, from the time he was, I think, eight, nine years old, his guru used to delegate him to teach the Sarigama students, Kuti Kuti boys. So he says, from that time I've been teaching music. This is the first time that somebody has asked me for the meaning, he says. Because uh, nobody had ever asked. He would sing something, they would repeat and learn and go, what, what we are singing, we don't know. So first time that somebody asked. So Annamacharya and all that, some Telugu words are archaic uh, Telugu. Like in Tamil, they have Sen Tamil, you know, the original old Tamil. So like that, this pure Telugu, some words which he had doubt, he would look at Telugu dictionary and I said, no, 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 I don't want to disturb you. No, no, no. Because of this, I am also learning. No, Like that, he used to be thrilled. So that that was very, very early in our connection. Uh, one of the thrilling moments was when he said, you're the first person who was asked for lyrics and uh, the meaning of the lyrics. So then it went on and on and on. 18 years, I didn't do anything else. I didn't get married. I didn't get a job. I didn't learn Pancharatnams. I didn't learn Vatapi. You know? Vatapi I had already learned, but Shira Sagrasena or Samajavaragamana or Pakala Nilabadi, all of that I can learn even now. So I just concentrated on the, the Mangalampalli Balamurli Krishna legacy, his compositions and his tuning of this bunch of other people, Jayadeva and Bhadrasal Ramadas, Sadasya Brahmendra, Kaivara Amaranarayana. I had not even heard about that gentleman. And Mallekonda Ramadasa, Yadla Ramadasa, Prayagarangadasa, like that whole, then from Karnataka, Purandadasa. And there's a Vachana by, in fact, I have a concert on Sunday, this coming Sunday, where it's in a Kannada stronghold location. So I hope to bring out a few, not only Purandadasa, but some other Timmappa Dasaru and Muppina Shadakshari. They are from 1500. So see how old the composers are. So like that, he's. He has touched the Kai Vekya Like that, so many uh, such a wide range of composers' lyrics he has 
tuned which he himself didn't remember so many years because for all india radio there'll be a project for one cassette recording of a cd recording he'll tune the lyrics and do that recording and then forget it so they he would have sung it only once so that one recording i happened to get or i happened to catch him in a good mood when he would go through his old books and ah see february 1954 that so he's written the date when he has tuned it you will like it it's very nice so then he would also get thrilled and then next time he had a radio program or somewhere he would sing the song suddenly then his 80 year old people would get oh my god i have not heard the song for 60 years you know like that so how many of these uh, that's why with, with balamuli sir he would sing by the end most concerts he would sing andro mahanubhavalu then devadi deva i mean sonada vinodini nagumomo main and after nagumomo pibare ramarasam uh, then urunal poduma vantillana like this. so uh, till today maybe tomorrow i may till today i have not sung nagumomo or devadi deva the main or sub so i said every time you are singing that so i will leave it to you i will sing something else your pro- product but which you have forgotten so and i had the pleasure of bringing out those pieces and singing in front of him teaching my students and taking video and even live presenting my students in front of him and he was so he would become younger and because he if i sing ishwaraajnaye mo teliyadu adi evarugaru ishwaraaj ishwaraajnaye mo teliyadu what is god's will i don't know adi evarugaru that nobody can tell so this he tuned in 1952 53 so when i sing this he is taken back to that time in vijay vijayawada all the radio bhakti ranjani and that whole epoch where so many people who worked with him at that time they are no longer alive so they are all brought back to life who gave orchestration and you know so he used to feel very 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 good uh, it is never a trouble or hassle for him to go back but it is very hard to get him in that frame of mind when he would actually take out that book and go through the songs once he opened that book then uh, then some guest will come or some interview something will come there's so many interruptions so i'll just be there be there be there wait 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 in seven days of waiting i might get three songs like that but even one song like that is worth waiting for three years also so once i got that it was a very happy feeling but then i started feeling it's a burden also i know the song but tomorrow i die means it'll die with me so i wanted to share so i started teaching from 1995 i started teaching till 2016 i taught completely free of cost i never charged anything but after pandemic and all that we we are getting old also so some source of income i need so now i'm obliged to charge quite a pittance only still something so people who have learned from me free of cost now they don't want to come because they want only free <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. give you give like one uh, rock or one piece of shit wrapped in a paper free yeah then they'll take you know that is <laughs> just that yeah. magic model yeah i i mean i can see the shine in your eye when you're talking about uh, dr banamurli krishna and i think i think you were really smart in a way that you first invited him for the concert and then and yeah, then the concert were... happened later it, it have, took two years but uh, mm-hmm. my discipleship happened then and there oh okay yeah um, yeah then and there when i'm only That, singing his behag tilana open the door <laughs> <laughs> that's fascinating i think i think what makes uh, dr balamurli krishna a legend is uh, i mean he was a great musician of course but then his contributions to the field of music uh, his uh, his you know you know coming up with new ragas new compositions and uh, and sounds like the book uh, you know which is unfortunately out of print uh, i mean the way you describe it it sounds like a like an amazing repository of of his of his kritis and uh, we should probably do something to to bring it back to life in fact i wanted to oh yeah see this is the book oh surya kanti yeah i see it um so, so this yeah. is as i said the page uh, pages you can see the pictures are there yeah i'll show you at least one picture so <laughs> ஒரு 
and i think it's it's extremely important um you know for a carnatic musicians to to you know inculcate that um that sense of uh, uh you know meaning and and what you're singing and and so on uh <clears throat> you know i i know you talk a lot about um, some of the pet peeves uh, that you have uh, in 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 music like uh, people not wanting to sing um uh, at the end of a word and so on uh, but what do you think are your top pet peeves and uh, how can um, how can a student of carnatic music overcome it um, is learning all the languages the key what are your thoughts on that uh, learning languages is very very good but equally important since the topic of all the songs is our religious material it it is essential that we have a very good grasp of the puranas also so i was very fortunate to have chitratrinal maharaja and uh, amma maharani as we were children they would tell us stories from sri krishna's life and sri rama's life ramayana mahabharatam bhagavatam all that the grandmothers used to uh, more for me great grandmother and chitratrinal were the people who actually used to tell my aunt also my mother's sister gauri lakshmi bai so they would tell all these stories so some uh, grasp was there. then uh, sri rajagopalachari ramayana mahabharatam when i was in school i read but later i discovered one uh, amazing malayali gentleman called ramesh menon who has brought out it's published by rupa is brought out shiva puranam devi puranam sri krishna story ramayana mahabharatam and bhagavatam so the six books uncensored so 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 much of old religious texts have a lot of adult content also which sri rajagopal sari's ramayana will not have that it's child friendly so this is nothing held back so whatever you will be shocked at what all is there so that is then when i we like sri krishna's uncle was kamsa kamsa's wife mrs kamsa was called pavana rekha <laughs> you not even heard a beautiful name actually so so much detail and he says he has never added one masala nothing he's just translated from sanskritam uncensored that's all he's not added anything so uh, the problem is that muthu sami dikshitar especially dikshitar he'll have one word even if we know that or if i say something very very obvious it's a song on krishna he say giridhari so we understand sanskrit i know sanskrit okay giri means parvatam a mountain didhari means somebody who is wearing wearing what is how can we'll imagine a person with a mountain so unless we know the story when shri krishna's villagers they used to do puja to indra and krishna said hey, why do puja to indra uh, he has no use for us let us do puja to our mountain okay? so they did uh, to govardhana giri and uh, indra got angry and he decided to flood the village he came with thunder and lightning and thunderstorm and shri krishna lifted this Uh, mountain with one finger and and held it like an umbrella and protected the whole village and everyone saw who he was and what he was that whole story is there in the giridhari one word giridhari no so we need to know not only the language uh, but we need to know the references also otherwise we won't feel anything no we are just singing some sahitya when we are not feeling anything how can we expect the listeners to connect at all so i am very very happy that so many of my listeners my followers they are people who are not attracted to carnatic music otherwise so i used to but they get or moved to tears listening to mohod rafi and kishor kumar so it's not like they are not unmusical un- they are very very musical very sensitive so many of them sing really beautifully also but carnatic music we don't that i was like such a sensitive musical person they have to be moved to tears with saveri also no so i used to wonder why then i discovered that these were the factors so i made during pandemic i made a series of around 20 videos which is there on youtube small 2 minute 3 minute videos where i give a series of useful tips for music students so actually it's not only for music students for anybody who is serious about music whether you are a performer or teacher or student or listener if you take these points one is as you said um closing the mouth See, because me, sarvam brahmamayo, brahmamayo. so people say uh, like a mouth which sounds like it is full of tobacco that sound chewing tobacco that sound while balamulu sir actually used to chew tobacco but sang very clearly <laughs> it is so yeah it's yeah. amazing how uh, you know he sang till probably in, in till, till, till the late 80s and 
and i could not notice one drop in his quality and i think you can't say that about very many musicians and i think that exactly that sort of uh, tells uh, what he was um, he used to say his shruti was c so c in our malayalam tamil kannada telugu it's called urukatte uru urukatte is c so i have seen him at least five times when some in his 70s and 80s some new musician is going to play with him so they feel he used to sing in c at that time now he is 85 or what so he has his shruti enna so he annikku onnu pinnikku onnu so he is not talking about shruti i am number 1 then and i am number 1 even now one <laughs> yeah yeah i have i have i've seen this with uh, sharukh khan in his interviews that you know he is uh, numero uno when it comes to uh, superstars in in bollywood and he has no qualms accepting okay. it i i feel like uh, dr valamalli krishna is also of the same uh, genes and and rightly so um, why not right uh, he he lived the life uh, to its fullest uh, one other thing that i note about um, uh, balamulli krishna's uh, shishyas is i mean you take uh, music director sharath or yourself he 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 it is very evident that he has left behind his legacy because the styles are so similar to his uh, i know it unknowingly comes but a, a lot of the times when i listen to his disciples sing i feel like he is singing and and that that goes to say a lot about uh, about him as a guru um yeah uh, so um varma ji uh, i would like to end this podcast by um uh, by getting to know what you do i know you teach music quite a bit and uh, you have a youtube channel called music box and i really recommend um, listeners check that out um but what are your future plans uh, do you plan to work on any literary works or uh, continue with music problems well, firstly uh, the pandemic was completely unexpected and it threw many of us completely off balance and so in one way after pandemic i stopped planning because we don't even know whether tomorrow will i mean it's a, it's applicable any day whether we will be there tomorrow true but i think that made us uh, uh, more, yeah. yeah yeah more conscious about that hey this can happen you know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's so so many things were completely i mean we would never dream of something like that which happened during pandemic lockdown and whatever so but uh, i like uh, laughter a lot. I mean, my first love is food actually uh, second love is laughter i love laughing myself i love to make people laugh and comedy is something which is very close to my heart number 3 is music actually so i feel like writing uh, i write small things and share with my friends but most of it in the current uh, politically correct or whatever uh, at- atmosphere where any small thing we say somebody will file a case or they want to kill you or yeah. whatever cancel it, culture <laughs> no cancel culture exactly <laughs> so uh, even uh, dr sue's roldal they are going to re- rewrite their books and not publish them and whatever so uh, chil- their cherished children's books which i grew up on so now say that oh the, he has described this person as fat or oh, fat is body shaming so you yeah. can't yeah so, on that point i think some, sometimes we have to give them that consideration of the times that they lived time in, right? also, so exactly world was very different then and who knows yeah. you know some of the people who are canceling these guys if they were born in that generation who knows how their attitude would have been yeah, exactly. now we are living in the comforts of our home in such a privileged society uh, life has not been uh, any be- uh, you know better uh, yeah. and we sometimes call them out so i think it's a bit unfair yeah so for me my writing uh, is it's like i can write but i cannot publish <laughs> that is a situation but i love that and i find i have only like one cup of creativity per day so if i practice music for four hours then that's finished then i have i don't have anything left for anything so when i have a cold and cough and sore throat and i can't talk i can't sing at that time if i send an sms also it will be very sparkling and funny because that creativity is coming in one text message you know because it's not going out getting released the other way so music takes up most of my time and uh, and if somebody sings really well i never envy them i'm like wow how nicely he sings or she sings but some jokes when i hear i feel like oh my god why why can't i think of a joke like that <laughs> it's that originality just some thoughts are so stunning so uh, but other than that i, I keep learning see now for sunday uh, concert i prepared at least three songs which i have never sung before 
it's a balamurli evening balamurli sir dedicated it's come it comes online also but people would say oh balamurli means i will sing lavangi or something lavangi i have sung many times already so some other thing of course for a concert to be impressive onka the amma anandadaini shive 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 or lavangi or kadanagutu labdillana kuntalavarali these hit every time like shamangudi used to sing devadeva kalyami every concert means you know it's a killer piece it, it ensures success kambodhi atthalavarna viriboni that's why they became popular so rather than just have a brilliant concert singing the same things i have done 100 times i want to bring out a few uh, it's not me 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 it's like him 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 see balamurli what he has done with purandasa with anamacharya with bhadrasalam with his own composition so like and some misconceptions also he because he's composed uh, created ragas with three notes and four notes and sang vivadi ragas and rare ragas some people feel oh he can't sing sankarabarna or kalyani or savedi no he is saveri means you have to it's there on youtube todi saveri and all that will be just unbelievable so to show that in this idiom also he has done like picasso's paintings they say he was the greatest master of realistic painting at that time then he got tired of doing the same thing then he went branched off to impressionism and what not because he could not draw a realistic normal classical painting so similarly balamuli sir people who <clears throat> delve deep they know about his authenticity and he's literally the best representative of tyagaraja shishya parampara taking it to the next step while remaining firmly rooted in that those uh, 200 years of tradition of tyagaraja so yeah so yeah. just continue what nothing new yeah yeah i think I, you 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 were you were mentioning about uh, picasso right I, a lot of lot of the people who who go to art galleries and look at modern art they're like why is this so uh, significant uh, I, i i mean fun fact is that you know they if they want to they can actually do the proper painting uh, it's just you know they are taking like you said they are taking it a level up and expressing themselves uh, yeah. but if they if they really uh, you know pull up their socks and paint uh, you will know what they are made of so yeah. uh, uh, it's a very very important point and i'm i'm su- super glad that you are also you know reinventing yourself i, I think that's really important and uh, uh, and all the very best to uh, whatever you choose to do yeah. next oh, thank uh, you so much <laughs> but uh, prince uh, it was such a pleasure and honor talking to you uh, i did not expect this would materialize but um, you're probably one of the most down to earth people i've met so thank you so much uh, for doing great things and and for inspiring hey thank you and thank you so much for digging me up from the internet i mean i was surprised when i suddenly got a mail from you as you know and i know we don't know each other at all so suddenly yeah. somebody sends me a mail and say i want to do a podcast with you so like oh okay <laughs> it is nice and yeah. it, it turned out to be a very very nice conversation i am very happy thank you so much where are you in the us uh, i am based out of the bay area the bay area okay yes yeah